Shut 173. <laughs> Espresso Podcast. Yeah. Espresso. With Ben Belisi. This song's kind of sad, but it's okay. Always crispy. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never know when to rap, just keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Swear to God. This my favorite podcast in the world. Baby girl, put the headphones on and let Benny P sing a song, yeah. Act like I didn't just fucking spit some bars. <laughs> Cause I did, right? Shot 173. Espresso podcast with Ben Polizzi. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo, and Patreon for the real fam at Benedict Polizzi. Another Espresso podcast coming out on Patreon this week. It's gonna be a little double shot for the fam. You'll get it two episodes a week if you subscribe to my Patreon at Benedict Polizzi. Just type that in the Google, put Patreon after, and you get a little double shot of Spress, Spress, Spress. Shows in Louisville were lit. Thanks for coming out, man. It was probably the most fun I've ever had at a comedy, like a comedy show weekend. Oh my God, Sean Latham is the funniest person ever. Dude. <laughs> for a minute, I was like, is this even legal? Like, it was just insane, man. I wasn't just laughing one, like... <laughs> I was like, I fell on the ground and my eyes were watering. And that didn't happen for one show. That happened for four shows I was there. Crazy. It's hilarious. If you got a chance to see him, go see him. We're going to be in Dayton uh, late October at Wiley's. I'll get the dates. But, dude, I'm telling you, man. Insane. Underrated. $20 Chef on Instagram and Sean Latham on Instagram. He's a good cook, too. I uh, have a good question this week. Espresso question of the week. What What's your worst and weirdest first date? That's honestly my biggest fear ever to go on like a first date. A real date? Can you imagine? Like, I'm really interested in this person I saw on Instagram. And then you DM them. And then you're like, do you want to go get food? Like, it's always grab a drink. That's what, that's what like, will you go on a date with me? It's like, let's grab a drink. Is that kind of as a date? How do you know? Grab a drink to me is just like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm, like, out with, like, 60 other people. <laughs> I think grab a drink means let's go on a date, low key. I think I just figured that out. But to me, first date is like, hey, I just saw you on Instagram, and you are so beautiful. Will you like to go out with me? I don't know why I'm like a computer, but that's kind of what it seems like when you ask somebody on a date. Will you go to Brew Burger Bar and Grill with me? I'll pick you up at 8 o'clock. Please send address. That's what first date seems to mean. You pick them up, and you have like flowers in your hand, and you open the door, and you, <laughs> all the way there. Oh, <laughs> And then you eat there and it's all like official, like, 
pull her chair out, let her sit down, <laughs> put a napkin on my lap, my posture is impeccable, and I'm patting my mouth with my napkin, like this. <laughs> Just patting it dry. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like anything else? <laughs> More wine? No. Wouldn't be right. I'd get you home before 10. Like, that's that kind of first date thing. I've never been on a date like that, which is kind of normal, I think, but I think a lot of people have. So let's get into it. Espresso, quick, 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 quick question of the week. Ooh, yeah, I asked for uh, voice messages on this one. When I do uh, questions of the week, it would be dope if you guys could send voice messages because it makes it sound so legit. Remember that one time that lady, I forget what question it was, and that lady sent in a voice message and it was like crispy. It sounded like a real like show. Let's do that. Let's do that from now on. Voice messages from now on. Okay, but this time. Oh, shit. K-O-K-C, worst, weirdest first date experience. Yo, I had a booger hanging out of my nose for at least an hour, and she never made eye contact with, contact with me. I went to the bathroom after a couple beers and saw the disaster. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know about that. I would take that. If I was going on a date in... The other person in front of me had a booger hanging out of my nose. That's Icebreak City. I'm just waiting for Icebreak City on any type of social situation where people like are kind of nervous. I'm ready. The minute something dumb happens, I'm like, yes! <laughs> we can act normal! Oh, shit! Did you see that? She fucking tripped and skinned her fucking face. <laughs> we can all laugh. Oh my god, what a fucking relief. She's bleeding. Oh my god. Oh, are you okay? You're okay. Okay, good. Because I thought she died. <laughs> all right, let's all be ourselves now. Like when something, like I wish a fucking booger was hanging out of my nose in every weird situation, so the other person could be like, "Dude, you piece of shit, wipe your nose off." Then I would do it, and I'm like. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be great. I might, every time I'm in a weird weird situation, job interview, I'm just going to have a fucking, I'm going to have white corners during during a job interview. And if the guy that's interviewing me does isn't like, yo, hey, there's shit on the sides of your mouth, you fucking weirdo, I'll be like, I don't want the job. If they don't address my white corners on the job interview, I don't want to work there. That's That goes with every interview. If an interview is like super formal, did you ever have an interview class in college? Bro, I had that. It wasn't an interview class. It was like a debate class. It was so fucking weird. But one of the debates, the teacher was like, no, 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 we're going to switch it up. And this time it's not a debate. We're doing an interview because that's what you guys are going to be doing for the rest of your lives are interviews. And I was like, this sucks. But I like the, and of course I got paired with like the smartest motherfucker in the world. He was on like the cycling team. He had like a buzz cut and was like very good at participating in class. This motherfucker ran shit. Anytime there's a question, bang, everything, bang, thought provoking, bang, that's a good question. Every time. Has anybody, like, imagine the teacher pointing at you and your hands up and you asking a question and the teacher going, Great question. That is, dude, that's my fucking number one dream for the teacher to fucking say that shit to me. That's a good question, Ben. That has never happened. Dude, how about that fucking move when the teacher calls on you and they know you're fucked up? You know? You know you could tell. 
Like when I didn't know it, uh, like an answer in in class, I was like not making eye contact. I was like, you know, just trying to like focus on some other shit. Like just trying to like figure it out, kind of like. But lo- in my head, I was like, Oh my god, don't fucking pick me! Oh my god, I'm gonna make a fucking ass of myself for the tenth time this week. Stop! Holy shit, my friends always already think I'm stupid. God damn it! <laughs> And, but I'm just sitting there and I'm like, please don't call me, please don't call me, please don't call me. And she doesn't call me. You're like, oh, thank God. And you kind of forget a little bit. And then the next question rolls around and you're like, oh, God. Well, she didn't call me last time, so she wouldn't call me this time. Ben, do you know? Oh, God! What the fuck? You're mean. This is rude. Why'd you fucking know? You know I don't know. Look at my fucking face. Oh, my God. Dude, I bailed out every time. <laughs> every time. Ben, do you know? Is what I'd say. Uh, I'm not sure. And I'd just fucking cut all ties with the question. You don't have a get? Nah, I'm not really. Um, I don't really know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of confused. Like I'd play the guilty card so hard when I didn't know. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I don't. I. Uh, I'd like be so guilty at the question that I'd like to say some shit I shouldn't have said. I'd like tell a whole background story. I'd be, oh my god, I just. Yesterday, it was just a weird day for me, and, like, um, I just didn't have a good night of sleep, and, like, I don't know, like, I was watching Boy Meets World last night, and, like, if the, I don't know, it was, like, the finale, and, like, Mr. Feeney got really fucking mad, and, like, I'm not used to him being mad at Corey, so, like, that was weird. Then I, like, woke up, and we didn't have any fucking, we didn't have any microwavable pancakes, so, like, that now I'm off on the wrong foot. I get here, I forgot my fucking folder at home with all, you know what I mean? And so now, like, and now, like, I, I sat by, like, this weird kid at lunch, and he turned his milk carton into, like, like he got the straw and put it in there and like smashed it down. He pretended it was an army tank and that was freaking me out because I don't like like the military because like it just it's a big deal. Like I just I just think it's like kind of weird. Like I just don't understand what's going on and why they always wear their uniforms everywhere. Why do they do that? Like what are is there like I always think like someone's gonna shoot me when I see a guy in full army gear at Dairy Queen. So that's why I'm confused. I look up and the, the whole class is gone. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't even know what we're talking about. But yeah. When a teacher would pull that card and call on you when she didn't, when you knew, when she knew you didn't know, and the teacher would be like, Ben, what do you got? Like, that's fucked up, man. I remember looking at my teacher one time after she did that, and I was like, you piece of shit. And she looked at me like this. <laughs> I know I am. That's why I'm working here teaching your bitch ass. <laughs> I bailed out quick on shit I didn't know. It's like, yo, don't waste your time on me, sister. I am not here for the fucking long division. I got to go home and learn all this shit. Are you serious? I can't learn with your loud mouth fucking teaching me how am I gonna learn in school I learn this shit at home when I ask my mom alright I don't fucking no no do not the amount of times my dad had to fucking relearn the whole chapter of math because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on bro that the amount of times my dad would quiz me on some shit 
I'd learn everything. He'd quiz me. I'd get them all right. Ten minutes later, he'd quiz me again on the same shit. I'd fucking bomb. You just said it! I thought it was because, like, the sun hits the plant, and, like, that makes it, the water evaporate, so then that's condensation. No! We just fucking talked about the, the amount of times my dad slammed my signs. My dad shut my signs book, so it was like, and fucking threw it by the fireplace and, sh- and, and did the and did the the sign of the cross. Whole <laughs> oh, that was my whole dude. No wonder, bro. When my dad quizzed my ass, I was like, "Oh fuck, this is not okay." Science book with a blue book cover on it, fabric just fucking in the just airborne. <laughs> Hits the fireplace. My dad does his sign of the cross. I, I go like this. God damn it. Under my breath. He goes, what'd you say? And I go, nothing. Next one. Steph Rain. Weirdest, worst first date experience. Just straight up, he had a tattoo on his ball sack that said Cowabunga. Bro, the fact that this whole thing... Talk about regretting some shit, dude. How can people get tattoos like that? You know the next day you'd be like, fuck. That's like that's like if I got a tattoo like on my like ass that says like to infinity and beyond. You know, at like one point in your life, you're like, I'm gonna say that. I that is a saying I go by. You get the tattoo and a year later you're like, what the fuck? I was such a bitch. I do that every day. I could never get a tat with words. But a tattoo of Tweety Bird? Yeah, put it on my right back shoulder. <clears throat> Here we go. Hey, oh, may, oh, main. Worst first date experience. Voice message. Worst first date? <laughs> Probably my next one. <laughs> oh, God. Holy shit. Uh, lots of bad ones, but um, I'll pick a random one out for you. Um, I was talking to a girl on Plenty of Fish, which you're right. That puts us in the year 2012. Um, And for some reason, she wanted to come over to my house without ever meeting in public. I later learned that means she's a crazy person. But at the time, I thought it was just fucking convenient. And so, Ooh, I'm in now. I'm in. I'm in. There's th- there's three uh, parts to this. That was part one. So she texts me, tells me she's here, and I open the door. I still remember this image because I open the door and I see somebody who is not the fucking person I was talking to. <laughs> like, like this wasn't like a catfish, which by the way didn't exist yet. But it's just like her face was just laid out differently. Like it was a puzzle and it was just like <laughs> fucking put together wrong. Like it, it was, it was just different. I don't know what she was doing to those pictures, which we didn't have Snapchat then. So I don't fucking know, but I was so thrown off that <laughs> I just like had her over for a little bit and then said, Oh, uh, sorry. I got this, uh, 
thing I gotta do. And uh, never talk to her again. Hey, man, man, man. What a G. About six months later, uh, my friend Tony says uh, he's talking to this girl. And, you know, he's kind of excited about it. And he shows me, well, it's that girl. And he's like, what? You talked to her? No, I've met her. What? And so he's like, oh, I'm going to say something to her. And so he says, hey, uh, friend Clint says he met you. And she's like, oh, yeah. You mean the guy that had me over for 20 minutes and kicked me the fuck out? (laughs) Dude sat with two cushions in between us, which... I, I don't know how I only had three, but yeah, um, that was kind of jarring. Uh, if you do this like eight more times, I'll, I can give you like eight more not good first date stories. <laughs> Johnson out, dude. Holy fuck, might be my fave espresso listener. Yeah, I guess never have anybody over to your house before seeing them. That's a fucking risk. My boy, hey, mayo, mayo, man, just should have fucking... Just should have cut the grass or something, bro. Sit that one out. But damn, dog, getting somebody to leave your house after you, like, set up a date with them, I would struggle with that. Anytime someone's at my house and I want them to leave, I just start doing chores. (sighs) This fucking dude just came over one time in college and just, like, was, like... Obviously couldn't read the body language, couldn't fucking do it. People were leaving, and he was still over. And I was like, bro, are you going to leave? Like, I wasn't going to say that to him, but I just started, like, doing dishes. Like, hard. Like, doing everything in my house, and he was not getting the fucking hint. That's how I'd get... That's how I tried to get somebody to leave, but they wouldn't leave. Then I'd be like, hey, you want to... You want to wipe them and put them away? I'll wash them. <laughs> put her there, baby. <laughs> that's how I'd handle that situation. Oh, you know where the silverware drawer is? <laughs> you fucking rookie! Right there, under the toaster oven. Come on! <laughs> hey, Mayo Mayo, though. Good shit, boy. With the voice message. Here we go. Ray Hensley comedy. Worst first date experience. Almost threw up. I had a girl break her nose falling into my car before our first date. <laughs> And I took her to the hospital, and they thought I beat on her and handed her a spousal abuse card. And she was like, nah, I fell, and they didn't believe her and hated me. Oh, shit, bro. What a trap. The minute somebody gets hurt on a date, though, that's a weird situation. Cause like as the guy, like you you want to be you want to be the good guy and be like, come on, let's go, I'll take care of you. But as the girl, like, damn, bro, that's a lot of shit you're putting that person through. Like if a girl picked me up, dude, if that happened to me and I like broke my leg getting into the car, I would never talk to that girl again. I would never talk to that girl again, let alone have her take me to Eskenazi Hospital, ER. Talk about a fucking icebreaker, though. I just told everybody I like those. How about that for an icebreaker? Holy shit, I snapped my fucking ankle getting into your car. Take me to the ER on the double. So, what do you do for work? Bleeding out in her front seat. I'm going to look for some voice messages, man. (laughs) Okay, this isn't a voice message, but this shit is so stupid. 
Worst or weirdest first date experience, XX Jojo. Got into his car. After two minutes of talking, he chugged a white claw he got from his back seat, crushed the can, and threw it at my legs. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you date all my friends? Her legs. <laughs> Just imagine a crushed fucking white claw can hitting like your your fucking thigh. I wonder what the fuck her reaction was to that. I, You know what? I'm not mad at that approach. I guess he was driving, so that's a little unsafe. Maybe if it was like a fucking, you know, a Capri Sun, then it'd be like A-okay. White Claw, though? Off the rails. My luck, I'd like get a Capri Sun, pop that bitch, fucking, it takes like 10 years to drink a Capri Sun, so I'd be doing that for like 10 minutes, and she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'd be like... My face is red as fuck. You see that vein in my forehead pop out? And I throw it at her, and like, you know how Capri Sun pouches are like sharp? It like slices her leg open. Ah, take me to Eskenazi! <laughs> Straight up gentleman shit. Okay, here we go. John Kuhn, worst, weirdest first date experience. I don't know if it's still too late for the worst first date thing. Um, You're right on time. But I think I still have the voicemail from the girl saying, Hey, it's me, Catherine, the girl with uh, her ex-boyfriend's fingertips in her freezer. Uh, just, you know, I've noticed you haven't, like, been answering my phone calls or text messages. Yeah. Um, yeah, first date, we went back to her house. Uh, I met her on Tinder, and she was like, You're going to think this is, like, weird. <laughs> um, and she pulled out the... The bag from the freezer with uh, the tips of her boyfriend's fingers. Shut up. And uh, she's like, he said, like, I have an anger problem, but, like, he totally has an anger problem. There's more to that story. Uh, but if you hear this, <laughs> I can I could try to consolidate the story or whatever. Um, stay awesome. Bye. Old fucking bag of bugles in the fridge, huh? We'll pretend that never happened. That was insane. I don't know if that's even allowed to be on the internet. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right, let's do, let's do two more. Two more. Oh, shit, another voice message. Should I do it? Yo, Ben, uh, this is in regards to your IG story about the weirdest slash worst first date. Uh, I don't know if it's too late if you want to, if you haven't recorded yet. But uh, my junior year, I matched with this girl on Hinge, and I asked her if she wanted to go get some coffee. And we went to this little local spot at like 8 o'clock in the morning the next day. And Weird everything time. was going fine. We were having fun on our date. And then just like halfway through the date, she asked me if I wanted to go do coke in the bathroom. And I respectfully declined. Dude, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. date. 8 a.m. date. If anybody, if anybody asks you to go on a date at 8 a.m., what the fuck, bro? My leg, my leg at an 8 a.m. date. 
Coke? Where the fuck were you, bro? Amsterdam? <laughs> That's crazy, dog. That's a good story. Thank you. Here we go. One more. Brandon Rose, 99. What was the weirdest, worst first date you've ever been on? Just moved to Vegas in 2003. Didn't know a soul. Got on Match.com and met Pamela Anderson lookalike. Holy fuck. Duh. Bro, that would be terrifying to get on a dating app in Vegas. She was 75 pounds plus heavier in person than she was in her pics. Ten minutes into drinks, she informed me that she was practicing Wakan, which Wakan pulled out a pentagram medallion she was wearing underneath her sweater and told me that she'd had sex with over, for, with over 700 dudes. I mean, bro, you, you, part of you had to know. And I think it was when you matched with her and she looked exactly like Pamela Anderson. You had to kind of fucking know that this shit was wild. <laughs> oh, shit. But I get the other half of you that was like, I kind of just kind of want to fucking see what the hell's going on here. I feel like I'd just get killed on a dating app. And every girl is on a fucking dating app. Ew, no. I'm not walking outside alone, but I will with this guy that I just fucking met on this dating app that looks nothing like what he does in the pictures. What that bike? <laughs> All right. Let's go viral. But first... The Espresso Podcast is brought to you by Wave One Media. If you want to start your own show, visit thewaveone.com. All right, let's go viral. Viral. I like turtles. Here we go. Hashtag things I learn by doing. Everything, dog. I've not learned one thing in my life by just absorbing it. I always think I can, though, every single time. I have to practice everything I've ever been good at for six years. Easy. Easy six. Although, 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 I think I was a better driver when I first started driving than I am right now. Remember driving, like, when you cared? <laughs> That's fucked up, but you know what I mean? Like, I drove for, like, 20 minutes today, and I was like, I need to get my shit together. Remember driving when you were, like, paying attention? Like, bang, turn signal, boom, lights, guy next to me, guy back there, I'm fucking in the zone. I remember driving when I didn't think about anything else. It was like, it's probably after college is when I started being like, holy fuck, I wonder, did I bring my lunch? Is it back there? Oh, I'm going to check back there. Ah! Yeah, I was a way better driver when I first started. Typing on a computer, though? I swear I didn't even learn how to type. I just figured it out. The other day I was typing something, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm killing it. But, like, typing class in high school? How fucking infuriating was that class? My back hurts thinking about that class. That little cover over the keyboard? Fuck off. I was always looking under that cover, bro. How about your dad typing? My dad still can't really type. I'm like, um... He, like, kind of types with one finger. I noticed it in, like, fourth grade. I was like... <clears throat> you ever get asked to type something in front of your class when you were growing up? Holy shit. Probably way different than uh, than now. 
Kids, I feel like, just know how to type now because, like, the iPhone keyboard. Oh, that probably helped out a lot. iPhone keyboards definitely taught me how to, like, actually type. I just keep wanting to say type shit during this segment. But, holy shit, man. One of my friends was, like, doing something on the on the TV. The computer was hooked up to the TV. I don't know how that fucking happened in 2002, but it did. And he had to type something into Google. And I felt so bad for this motherfucker. I, oh, I was like, thank God that is not me, bro. But he like low-key held, held his shit together. I was like, if I was up there right now. Where's the fucking jig? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hashtag. Someone needs to say it. Hashtag someone needs to say it. Um. <laughs> Dude, you know what someone needs to say? That, I don't know who invented it. Actually, I do, and it started in seventh grade. When, But someone needs to say that we don't have to fucking hug each other. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's literally your fucking family or your girlfriend. Or boyfriend. Actually, if it's just your boyfriend, you hug them. Or your f- boyfriend or family. Guys should just not even be able to hug girls. But I swear to God, there's a point in time where every time I fucking hug... Because it was a big deal. In seventh grade, people started fucking hugging each other. And I was like, what? Like, I don't, I've never hugged anybody up until this point. But girls would be like, give me a hug. Bye. And you're like, uh, if I don't hug you, I'm going to be a big fucking dick all of a sudden. Because I want to fucking hug you. Why the fuck do I have to... It's so hard to back out of a hug, you know? If somebody's, like, doing that, you can't be like, no. You know, you gotta, like, courtesy side hug them, and that's even weirder. They're like, why do you want to hug me? You're like, holy fucking shit, because I don't even know you! That's why, because you're my friend's cousin that just transferred here. And you have weird teeth, and I'm not used to your face yet. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's just hard to fucking hug people sometimes, bro. Like, have you ever tried to hug somebody that's not your height? Like, a like you know what I'm talking about? In, like, eighth grade, you, like, everybody's hugging each other, and there's a really fucking short girl, and you had to, like, fucking bend down, do that weird, like, do that weird teacher bend down like you're going to help somebody at their desk. You have to be like, mm-hmm. Like, if somebody took a picture of me all the times I bend down hug somebody, bro, I would look fucked up. <laughs> oh, shit. The amount of times I went through a phase where every time I hug somebody, I fucking crush their toes too. <laughs> and for, thank God for me, the person I was hugging all those times, all those different fucking people, who knows who they were, didn't say shit. Oh, are those your toes? <laughs> That'd be me. I swear to God, I said that so many times. I hug somebody and be like, oh, God, my bad. I just, I don't know, I died. <laughs> I always have to talk like that when I do something embarrassing. Die. Oh, shit. I was crunching toes, bro. It's so good to see you. (laughs) Take me to Eskenazi. Dude. 
holy fuck, the amount of times I like, you ever go to like hug your uncle or some shit or like when you know just some some fucking dude that you like you know is your is your homie but he's older so you feel like he's like maybe like part yeah, I don't know like an old coach or something that you really fucked with you see him and you're like ah what's up and like guy to guy you give him that shake and come in for like the over the top like on the back while you're still holding his hand next to your fucking chest that. What a fucking guy love move. Just fucking, hey, how you doing? Strong shake. Che- hands to chest, both of you, and then around the back. <laughs> that shit is, that shit feels good. God damn it. But the amount of times I fucking clapped the hand, brought it to the chest, and then fucking before the both our heads went to the same side, so I damn near kissed this motherfucker unbelievable amount of times I almost went fucking sweet lips to sweet lips with my uncle Ben (laughs) bro Jesus Christ I was happy to see this motherfucker and I was like yeah let's go fucking fucking this thing both our heads I damn we just should have finished the job honestly shout out uncle Ben hashtag major issues for high schoolers Knowing where the fucking rooms are and shit, damn, that was always my biggest fear. Coming into a new, oh, when I was like a freshman, dude, I was like, how in the fuck am I going to find room 318? That's always my biggest fear about shit. I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm not, I don't not want to go to school, I just don't know, like, that shit. Like, where's the class? (laughs) The curriculum? Fuck it. The teacher, they're all the same. Like, who's in my class? I could fucking care less. Where is the damn thing, bro? It's so hard to find rooms. I think that was the hardest part of high school, honestly. Yeah, you're in 318 in the side room. I'm like, where the fuck is that supposed to be? Like, I built this goddamn facility. (laughs) What? Okay. I guess I'll be late for the first week because I have no fucking clue. <sighs> Dude, I was the motherfucker that had no idea what his schedule was like until like uh, until like the year was over. I wouldn't know like when do you get out for Christmas break? Like December like 18th? You go to, okay, I wouldn't know my schedule until like December 10th. I'd be like, I have math next. Yeah, I know that for a fact. Yeah, I do. <laughs> You ever think about the desks in school? How fucked those were? The desk with the chair attached to it? Those had to be a bitch for people that were a little, like, bigger, you know? Your buddy that's, like, king of the hill. That's huge. How the fuck did they sit in there? Imagine sitting in that chair, bro. If I was in high school today, I'd be like... Um, I have a special condition where I don't need a desk and I'm just going to squat on the vent in the back. That's how I learn the best. (laughs) Holy, imagine sitting with both feet on the ground in that desk and paying attention. The amount of issues and problems that would go through my head during the day. I'd be like, I can't be here, bye. Imagine being in high school now. Like if they were like, all adults age 25 and up have to go to high school for a month. I'd be like, no! Maybe the bad kids in high school that always skipped and did other shit. Like maybe, maybe they were the real ones. Hashtag 
Things I misjudge. Mm. Always, always napkins. It's always at fast food places. Napkins for sure. I grab like 25. I even do that now at the restaurant. When the table's like, can we have some napkins? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I bring them like our whole inventory of napkins. <laughs> and then I'm busting their table. And I'm like, why the fuck did they use all these napkins? Pigs. <laughs> Ketchup, dude. Sauce in general. Anytime I'm eating something and I have sauce, I'm like, why do I think I'm going to eat like two gallons of ketchup every time I have like 10 fries? Like so excited for, I'm more excited for the ketchup than the fries. So I like double up on ketchup and I'm like, <laughs> then I wash it all down the sink. And I'm like, well, I'm wasteful. Let's do days. Da, 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 days of the week. Wednesday. National Whiskey Sour Day. Dude, I'm fucked up. Whiskey's got me fucked up right now. I don't know if I'm actually... Is it just a thing when you turn 30, you just want whiskey? I'm that guy now. When I go to a bar, like when people are getting drinks and I'm like... They're like, what will it be? My first thought every time used to be wine because I was like, yeah, I don't want to be like a piece of shit and get like a bunch of vodka right now. It's like Tuesday at 2 p.m. But wine's always a good pick for me, but wine at bars is like... It tastes like a hangover. I'm like, oh, God, what is that? I don't know about this. So now every time I'm like, you know, whiskey wouldn't be that bad. Because, like, I think the reason is because I, like, drink shit so fast. Like, if I have a mixed drink and it tastes good, like, it, bye. It's gone. Any If it's a, any type of vodka lemonade, bye. Before it even get like if it's a if it's pink like see you fucking kidding me. <laughs> I get whiskey because it tastes so bad, <laughs> and I it takes me four weeks to drink it. So I look like a normal human when I'm like socializing with people. Vodka lemonade, I'll drink seventeen of those. One glass of whiskey, it'll take me three hours to drink maybe. On the rocks. So if if you're if anybody gets on the rocks that you hang out with, it's because they're straight savage drinkers. And I'm not talking about with alcohol. They're just straight savages with like food and drink intake. My homies that eat their food in like eight seconds. That's who I'm talking about. My dad used to be like, "You said just you eat so fast. Just enjoy it. Just slow down and enjoy it." He used to say it like that too So it would make me want to fucking eat like a goddamn robot Enjoy it That's how I enjoy food In 8 seconds And I chew it twice And I kind of throw it up a little bit for the rest of the day Because I only chew it twice and I eat so fast But my stomach's cool My stomach's cool with it That We know now We know my body's like He's going to eat this one second Bank on National Secondhand Wardrobe Day I got a secondhand wardrobe on me at all times. Anytime I'm wearing a white shirt, just know that I have a different shirt in my car. Keep that thing on me. You ever force a fit and you're like, I, f- I don't even feel right. Are you ever wearing something too cool? On like, a, on like a Wednesday, you're like wearing like some Friday shit and you're like, what am I doing? I can't believe I just fucking put, people are going to think it's my fucking birthday or something. Why am I in this good of a mood today? I'm not, but I'm portraying my feelings like I am. What the fuck am I doing? 
There's Monday through Thursday close, and there's Friday, Saturday close. Then on Sunday, you're back to Monday through Thursday close. But your Friday and Saturday fits, if you wear those any other day, like you're spazzing, dude. Chill. (laughs) Thursday. National Dog Day. When people are so eager to like pet other people's dogs. Can I pet your dog? Please. They look at you like you're like the beholder of the key to life. Can I please pet your dog? Please. Um, I I yeah, sure. I mean, it's just it's just a normal ass dog. It's not like some fucking precious ass bitch. Oh my god. What's his or her name? Uh, it's Trixie. Oh my god, it's so fucking cute. Oh my god. Precious little fucking thing. Oh. God, it's so soft. How do you do it? You're like, um, I just... Yeah, I just, every now and then I just, you know, put a conditioner on it. Same conditioner I use for my hair. Oh, God, I love this dog. Oh, so cute. What breed is it? Then you're like, holy fucking shit. Uh, it's a Cocker Spaniel Poodle mix. Oh, my God. I thought so. My aunt has one of those. Mm. Oh. Mm. Excuse me, ma'am. Oh. <laughs> Dude, people are so fucking crazy about dogs. <laughs> the amount of times I've seen that living by a Starbucks. Jesus Christ. There's more dogs at the Starbucks where I live than people. Swear to God, every Saturday morning. Who let the dogs out? Friday. National Just Because Day. (laughs) Vague. Just because. What do I always do? Just because. Something I do just because. Waste time? Bro, I'm the goddamn general administrative assistant CEO of all affirmative actions in wasting time. That's my, That should be my title on LinkedIn. Holy shit, bro. Even if I have shit to do, like, my brain's like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> If I had like a, if we took like timed tests now as an adult, I would wait till the last three seconds and be like, this wasn't for me. Or I'd get it all done somehow. It's always like that. I'll wait till the last fucking one minute. National Chop Suey Day. What the fuck is Chop Suey besides like a cartoon reference? I'm going to turn you into Chop Suey. 
Chop suey. Chop suey is a dish in American Chinese cuisine and other forms of overseas Chinese cuisine consisting of meat and eggs ah, cooked quickly with vegetables such as bean sprouts, cabbage, celery, bound in a starch-thickened sauce. I thought I was going to drill that, but I fucked up the word starch. Fuck! I don't know if I can do chop suey. Eggs and meat. Chop suey. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I can't... I am such a bitch for this. I can't really get into... Everybody's like, have you had Chinese food? I don't really like Chinese food. Maybe because it's still, like, foreign. Maybe because there's not, like, a Taco Bell of Chinese food, you know? What would that be? Panda Express or something? Never been to Panda Express. Chinese fast food... Is there a Chinese fast food place? Panda Express. I've never been there, bro. I don't know. I bet I bet Chinese people make fun of us so much for having a fucking fast food restaurant called Panda Express. <laughs> That's like if we went to China and they had a American food fast food place called like Baseball Now. <laughs> Just the most American thing And like fast Get her out They're probably like Oh Panda Express mm, The funny Americana They don't know shit Baseball now Serving macaroni <gasps> Alright That's shot 173 Espresso Podcast with Ben Polizzi. Thanks for listening. There's going to be another podcast coming out this week. A bonus, There's a bonus pod coming out this week for the fam only, for the real fam, on my Patreon. Subscribe at Benedict Polizzi on Patreon. It's going to be wild. It's going to be fun. You already know how it goes down, but we're going to do two a week now, one on the Patreon, one on the main thing. And remember to follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo, all at Benedict Polizzi. But yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming out to the shows, following, liking, commenting. I love it, man. I'm having so much fun. I had one of the best days the other day because it just, it just felt like things were coming together, man. And you guys are a big part of that. So thank you so much. You guys don't know how much it means to listen to this podcast and follow and all that kind of stuff, man. It's just, it's the dream and we're going to keep going, baby. But all right, I'll talk to you guys next week. But for the fam, I'll talk to you in a couple days. <laughs> Thanks for everything. I fam. About to cry. <clears throat>